Hey guys, welcome back to another episode of Two Girls Talking About Commitment. I'm Shanila. And I'm Kelsey. This week we're going to be talking about yo-yo relationships or roller coaster relationships. I like it. I'm excited because I've definitely been in one of these. So Same. it's fun to reflect. <laughs> so fun. So fun. It's good to reflect on the crappy things you've gone through. No, I'm just kidding. Oh, yeah. As long as you learn something from everybody, you've done something good. Yeah, I totally agree. You take everything you've learned from one relationship, mm-hmm. you go and move forward, you go to your next relationship. Hopefully it's better than the last. Re- hopefully. <laughs> Shit. I've definitely digressed on, on some. So <laughs> you never know what could happen. All right. Yeah. So this is basically a quote unquote on again, off again relationship. And um, we found three articles. Yes. Um, this time we'll briefly go through each one and kind of talk about them. So one of the articles we found is from Bustle.com. It's uh, basically how to break the cycle of an on-again, off-again relationship, according to experts. Basically, it says that a lot of the reason why we stay in relationships like this is because we're looking for, quote-unquote, intermittent reinforcement. Mm -hmm. This is kind of like you get a reward sometimes, sometimes you don't. It's the excitement of the gamble, if you will. Um, It's based on the hope of getting a reward and hoping that this person will take you and commit to you when in reality they probably won't. Yeah. This article briefly covers uh, seven ways to get over or get out of this on-again, off-again relationship. Yeah. Um, So the first one that they start with is start writing in a journal. Basically, they want you to keep account of what happens. Why did you break up? How did you feel when you broke up? Mm -hmm. What do you actually want out of a relationship? And is this person going to fulfill those needs if they ever decided to commit? Right. It says that basically it's about knowing you deserve better than what Mm -hmm. your on-again, off-again situation can give you. And so writing it out and seeing it in front of you may give you um, some really good insight. (laughs) It sounds kind of cheesy, but I feel like that would have worked for me. Um, yeah, well, and just writing in a journal about, like, anything, in my opinion, just, I think keeping journals are a good thing. I don't yeah. do it, like, often, but definitely when I'm going through hard times or if there's something that's, like, really bothering me mm-hmm. or something, like, if I just write it out first, that almost makes me feel better. Yeah. Um, or I can kind of, like, approach it in a not so negative or yeah, angry like get all light. your angry and yes. negative emotions out on paper. I, I like underline the, the shit out of some <laughs> stuff in that journal. So journaling definitely has helped me in the past. Uh, mm-hmm. I still do it occasionally. I should do it more, but I do think actually writing it out is going to help you. Is is really helpful. I yeah. I think that might have stopped me from going back to some relationships because. Yeah. I think what happens is you break up, you're really sad about it, and then the good starts to cloud the bad, and you forget why you broke up, and you forget, like, the bad emotions you felt and all the bad things that were happening, and you focus on, oh, well, they made me feel warm and fuzzy inside whenever we were together, and all that crap, you know? Like, you have to let your brain overtake your heart sometimes, and that's kind of hard to do. Yeah, for sure. But, you know, you'll get through the pain, and you'll move on, and... Mm -hmm. Everything will be okay. Yes. This leads to number two. Sometimes you have to make a clean break and delete anything that might remind you of the person that you have this on-again, off-again relationship with. I think that's, like, super important. Oh, yeah. Especially these days, like, Twitter, Instagram, 
Facebook, Facebook, all the things. All the things need to go. Yeah. Like, don't think, Get rid well, of they the don't pictures. post that often. No. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, don't do that to yourself because you'll find a way to stalk them. Yeah. And like, just block them. Maybe, don't even worry about yeah. it. Yeah. You need to block their friend, too. I, or their phone number, block their friend. <laughs> so do that also. Maybe their but, friend. You never know. <laughs> but block a phone number, yes. too. You know, because there's no stopping them from sending you a text or mm-hmm. calling you. And it takes a second to just fall back flood, into that pattern. Yeah, those feelings will flood in. They'll say something nice. or Yes. And you'll just, you'll instantly go back to thinking of all the good things. Mm-hmm. Instead, instead of, of all the crap. Yeah. I I mentioned last week a guy I dated. I was 17. He was 21. We had the definition of an on-again, off-again relationship. He literally only called me his girlfriend for like nine months. And then after we broke up, he would call, he would text, I'd go over, but we wouldn't be official. Yeah. And then, you know, like when he got bored with that, he would stop talking to me. And then a few weeks later, he would text me again. So it was just like constantly falling back into this pattern is so easy, especially if you're sad or especially if you're like one text or call away. So I think deleting the number, crying it out, like we said, and eating that pint of ice cream and moving on is the best thing you can do for yourself. Because even if that person will love you or like you for this week or the next week or whatever, it's not good enough. No, it's not. Like you, you, everybody deserves more than that. Mm -hmm. You know, you deserve to be in a stable relationship. Yeah. Where they are proud to be with you. Where they're excited to be with you. Can I throw in the wall? Okay, so we mentioned Mark Manson last week, Mm -hmm. but he has an article about the the law of fuck yes or no. Yep. So I liked that. I didn't actually read the whole thing, but he says if the person you're with doesn't make you say fuck yeah, then walk away. Right. Which is like a good way to look at your life on a lot of things. Yeah, it's either fuck yes or Mm -hmm. it's no. no. If you can't say fuck yes to it, Mm -hmm. then what's the the point? Exactly. You can do that with a lot of things, honestly. that's true. Um, So I just thought that was a good thing to throw in there. That is. Good article. You can go and look on Mark Manson's um, website and he's got tons of great articles on Mm -hmm. there. Uh, The third one on Bustle here is get a little help from your friends. And it just says, like, obviously your friends probably know about this relationship that you've been in. I'm sure you've vented to them. And so they can be there to help keep you accountable, to not go back, and to also just be there to support you and, like, fulfill some things that you might feel like you're missing from your relationship. Someone to hang out with, text, talk. Call. Yeah. Yeah. I like that they called it, uh, have someone hold you accountable because you're going cold turkey. Yeah. It's like you're smoking and you need to quit you're smoking. Breaking, you are, but you're breaking a bad habit. Yeah, you really are. So that's always good. Always have that one friend that's not going to care if you have to call or text at like two or three in the morning. Yeah, for sure. Maybe I'll be that who friend. Works, I was going to say, maybe someone who works the night shift. Yeah. You never know. I'll be that friend if you need me. We could be that friend. DM us at two girls talking yeah. about commitment. Just DM us at three o'clock in the morning. I'm we'll sure get, one of us will be awake. Oh yeah, we'll get back to you real quick. <laughs> Number four was be open to a game changing epiphany. Um, so that one kind of confused me a little bit. Yeah, me too. Because I think I think it's the wording. I so think I so too. I think the idea is that you kind of block out all the signs that it's a bad relationship. Yeah. So you need to be open-minded and realize that something is causing this to be on again, off again. Right. I think so too. So, you know, just be aware that 
there's probably a reason that this person can't commit. Or if you're the person doing the on again, off again stuff, stop it. Stop. Stop doing that. To Leave that poor person nice. alone. They care about you. Think they about do. that. You are just playing with that heart. Don't do that. So rude. Take our advice, please. <laughs> <laughs> Number five, take ownership of your mistakes without judgment. Um, this is a good one. I it think. is. Yeah, it is. I thought so too. So basically this one is like, realize what's going on. Actually, you read it because it's actually... So, yeah, I'll read this little paragraph that it gives. It says, getting mad at the other person is unproductive and might just keep you engaged in the drama of your relationship. And then says that we can also get mad at ourselves for staying too long Mm -hmm. and falling into the same trap, but that's also unproductive. So instead, the most productive way to use our emotions is for growth, uh, which involves taking an honest but non-judgmental account of our role in the relationship and owning our mistakes. That way we'll be less likely to make them again. Right. So recognize why you go back or recognize why they pull away and don't point fingers or blame. Just know that there's something out there a little bit more stable than that. Yeah, that you need to get out of it and you're going to move forward. Mm -hmm. And again, like we said, you'll learn from that relationship and hopefully see the signs earlier (laughs) next time. Yeah. Um, Number six was identify and change any limiting beliefs you may have. This is also really nice because... Yeah, I liked it. I think another reason people stay in these relationships is because they think they don't deserve more or they can't get anything else. Yeah, they're afraid they won't find something else. Um, This one, to me, what kind of reminded me of, like, manifestation. Like, um, if you believe the love you Mm -hmm. want is out there, it's going to happen. Yeah. We take the love we think we deserve, right? That's the saying? Has anyone heard that? I have not. So I have... I didn't know that until I was getting out of my bad relationship. Somebody was somebody told me, like, you take what you think you can give or you take what you think you're worth. So if you, like, don't think very highly of yourself or don't think you're worth love, you tend to end up in kind of crappy relationships. Aww. Yeah, and um, just I think you have to reflect and know that this is not the only person who's going to love you or care about you. Oh, There's definitely somebody not. else who's going to give you something more stable, something more lasting, um, like I said, I was in one of these relationships when I was younger, uh, from 17 to 19, I was in the relationship like that. I'm 30 now and I'm in a very stable, loving relationship. So I think that if I would have let myself keep going in that cycle, it probably would have just been going forever. Yeah. You just you have know? to like, get I would have just fell back into it. Yeah. So how did you, what stopped the cycle? Well, so what happened was we were in our, one of our breaks and I kind of started seeing someone else, which okay. was not uncommon. I tried to see right. other people in between all the time, but it never felt as good as when I was with him. Right. So there was one time we were on a break and I started seeing this guy who I kind of liked for a while, just never really did anything about it. And then um, the guy I was in the on again, off again relationship texted me and I broke things off with this guy that I was having kind of a pretty cool relationship with. Yeah. And went back to this relationship. And he was like, I want to be with you. I want I want you to be my girlfriend. And you know what I mean? Saying yeah. all the things, checking off all the boxes. I want to say two or three weeks into it, he'd never officially asked me to be his girlfriend. And it was still kind of the same, like, late sort of calls. I'd hang out with him and his friends. And then 
he would show me no affection. And then once they left, then he would be affectionate and all that Uh stuff. So it was the same pattern. And I finally asked him, like, I thought you wanted to be with me. I thought you wanted me to be your girlfriend. We've been doing this for so long. Yeah. Like, what's the deal? And he said, that's how I felt at first. I thought you got that. And I was like, motherfucker. Oh, no. Bitch. No. So finally, I just looked at him and I said, I'm fucking done. Yeah. Like, this is it. I'm done. You can't do that to me. And he, like, it's not okay. You know, I'm trying to move on. I'm, like, literally trying to see other people. And you're still just pulling me in because you give me these promises of the things that I want. Right. So it's like, it's not nice. It's not right. So we finally broke up. It finally ended. I cried it out. And then I ended up with the guy that... I was seeing it in yeah. between, and we dated for five years, so it ended up pretty well for me, I think. Sure. Um, Got you was, out of that. I mean, it was hard because I was willing to throw away a good thing to go back to this yo-yo relationship to yeah. see if it would work out. And it's like, I want to say nine times out of ten, it probably won't. I right. mean, there's, like we said before, there's an exception to every rule, there is. but not every... It's you know it's don't count on it like and not everybody gets to be the exception exactly like don't hold your breath for that one no so you know don't limit yourself know that there's somebody out there who's gonna love you and care about you no matter what and uh yeah stop that yeah number seven on this list by bustle was know yourself and know your partner to me when i read this part it was saying like decide basically mm-hmm. if your partner is going to make the conscious decision right. to change or not mm-hmm are they going to settle down? Are they going to commit to you? Is that something you could see them potentially doing? Like, how long have you been doing this on again, off again? Right. Like, some people do this for years. You yeah. know what I mean? Like, it can last a long time. Yeah. So, you have to know if they're going to do it or not. I mean, if it's been a few years, probably not. So, like, just, it's okay to move on. Yep. And if you have to cut the cord, then cut the cord. So, that was bustle. If you want to look at that one, it is how to break the cycle of an on again, off again relationship according to experts. The other one, can we do the love pinky? Let's love pinky it up. We're going to love pinky it up real quick. I like this one just because it kind of defines what an emotional roller coaster looks like. Or Mm -hmm. it gives you seven signs that you are on an emotional roller coaster. Mm -hmm. This article is called Emotional Roller Coaster. Are you stuck in an unhealthy ride? And um, so I'm just going to read through the signs real quick. So the first one is that you love them and hate them all in one month, one day, or one week. And... Basically, it's just saying, like, you're going through those highs and lows, but they're extreme Mm -hmm. highs and they're extreme lows, and you're never just okay. Like, you're never just... You can't settle. Right. The... The The dust is never settling. I was going to say, the dust just doesn't stop. You're in a constant dust storm. Yeah, so that's not good. The number two is that security is fleeting, so there might be times when you feel like you are right where you belong, and then there might be times where you're being completely avoided, or you are... Not trusting. Yeah, not trusting you as you're going through their Mm -hmm. phone. You have insecurities. And it's hard on you emotionally and physically. Like, you can't... Obviously, if you don't know this, your emotional and mental health 100% affects your physical health. And so, yeah, like, that's just going to be... Not having that secure feeling. You should have a secure feeling in your relationship. There should be some security. I feel like that's one of the things that happens really aggressively in an on-again, off-again relationship is that, like, when's this going to end again? 
Right. Like, it, it's always mm-hmm. hanging over your head. Like, And they might not necessarily call you, like, their girlfriend or boyfriend. So, I mean, who else are they seeing? What well, else are they doing? Right. Like, you're probably always questioning. Mm-hmm. Like, that would just cause a lot of anxiety. Yeah. And that's, oh, my God. That's too stressful. Life is too short. Yeah, no way. Don't do that. Number three, you feel more empty than you feel full. That's just sad. Yeah. And that's another oh. key sign that you're in one of those relationships. Like, it's like you're only being loved on their terms mm-hmm. and on their time. That's not good. You're, like, yeah. holding out for that love to come, but then you feel empty the rest of the yeah. time. You you need to be able to call the shots, too. Like yeah. If they're the ones calling the shots all the time, I don't see how that's a partnership. It's not. You're not on the same team, then. That's a throwback to the dominant submissive. Yeah. Being on because the same they're team. being they're dominating you and you are just submitting to whatever they want and letting them do and treat you however they want. Yeah, that's not good. And you you just I feel like you shouldn't feel obviously in relationships maybe there's times you're going to feel empty, but it shouldn't be because be because of your that, significant like, other like like not knowing if they want to be with you or not. Yeah, no. Openly not knowing if they want to be with right. you because if you're in an on again off again relationship, that means you've gone back and forth a few times. So it's like you're back now. How long are they going to want me for? And and do they actually want me? You know, those are questions you shouldn't be asking yourself if you're in a healthy relationship. Yeah. The fourth one was if you are there everything one minute, but they can't be bothered the next. That one just sounds very frustrating. Like if they're making you feel like a princess and everything is... Spoiling you. Yeah. And all of a sudden they can't even text or call back or yeah, give you or, any attention. Yeah. They're giving someone else attention. Um, Ooh, excuse yeah. me? That's what it says. Obviously, that's going to confuse the shit out of you. And I'm sorry in front of me? That's father fucking you. rude. Yeah. <laughs> um, and then, I don't know. It's just, it's they shouldn't make you feel insecure or ugly. Yeah, or they should make you feel You should good. feel like the best thing in their eyes. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. But in a year relationship, that's not going to happen. Yeah. Yeah, they're going to, they'll make you question it. Because once... They'll sweet talk you until they have you where they want you. And then they'll drop you off the face of the earth. Yep. Yep. (laughs) Because they got what they wanted. They got the high. Now they don't care what happens. Right. And if you're going to keep going back, then they just are going to keep doing that. Yeah, because they know they have power over you. Yeah. Number five said, you're building a future, then you are asked to leave. So when I read that, I was like, in my mind, I was like, you're building a future with someone. And then they like kick you out of it. And they're just like, Yeah, it's a good idea. I'm going to go do that over here. Yeah. But kind of what the paragraph here says is just that, like, they don't support you in the future that you are working towards, like, in your success. Oh, that's interesting. Yeah. So, and I think in both situations, it's not a good thing. Yeah. But either one. I thought what that meant was, like, they give you promises of a of a future together. You know, like, you can yeah, build a that's life like together. What I, I thought of at first, too. Because I imagine that's part of the uh, reeling you in process is Giving of course. you sweet nothings. You're going to make all these promises. <sighs> and then number six was self-doubt. So this one kind of talks more about like past experiences mm-hmm. and you're okay and you're in love and you're in love one minute and then the next you're convincing yourself that it's never going to work and you kind of create your own emotional roller coaster. Yeah. I feel like if you're in one of these relationships, I think on top of reflecting on whether or not your significant other, whoever this person is, is going to give you what you need, I think you need to look at yourself and, like, why are you willing to be in a relationship like this? Like, do you have yeah. commitment issues? Right. Do you want something that's fleeting? Are you excited about whether or not it'll end or stay? Right. Or... Are you in it for the drama mm-hmm. and the Is it exciting to you? Or... Ugh. <laughs> 
<laughs> we're like, no. No, thank you. <laughs> and seven was he loves me, he loves me not. So that's kind of just back to the empty promises and sweet yeah. nothings. Like, you know, obviously one day they're promising you the future mm. and then all of a sudden they're putting the brakes on things and trying to slow down yeah. the relationship. And Or if they just don't have a plan for the future or they, they never want to talk about mm-hmm. it or... They keep putting you know. it off. Or yeah. When you ask them, like, what is this? They want to talk about something else or change the subject. Yeah. So, I mean this in the nicest way possible, but I, when I was reading that, I was like, this seems so obvious. But it's right. like people still get caught up oh, in these relationships so all the time. And, you know, I think it's because your heart's in it still. Mm-hmm. Like, and usually I feel like with these types of relationships, mm-hmm. they start out, like, hot and heavy. Yeah, you know, it's a, and it's so it's like there's exciting, passion and chemistry, and, yeah, mm-hmm. and and then you know they, like Shamila said, they get you where they want you, mm-hmm. and then they decide. All I right, didn't, I, I didn't want that really, actually. Yeah, like I, I didn't really want you to be there where I, I could got do you without it. And then, but you, then you're invested, and so then you're mm-hmm. going to keep going back. So they're going to keep calling you. They're going to keep texting you because you're giving them what they want while yep. they still get to go do whatever else they want. Exactly. You're giving them the, the milk. Wait, what is it? No one's going to buy the cow if they're getting the milk for free. Yes. You're stop, giving them the milk. Stop giving away your milk. Keep your milk, ladies. Your milkshake does bring all the boys to the yard. And you need to know that. <laughs> if they're coming to the yard yeah. for the milkshake, you need to make them work for it. Buy the cow. Yeah, make them buy the cow. <laughs> Shit ain't free. Anyway, um, the last article that we found, and actually my favorite one, because yes, I think too. this like hit all the points exactly, is from Psychology Today. And it's it looks like an advice column maybe, but the article is called The Yo-Yo Relationship. He loves me, he loves me not. The author basically covers, uh, it's Deborah L. Davis. Oh, she's a PhD, mm-hmm. excuse me. Yes. Hello, Miss Deborah Davis. She covers a story from a reader, and basically, this person is actually in an age gap relationship. Yes, I love how everything just ties together. I know. It's awesome. So, they're in an age gap relationship, and this person was like, I don't really want to get married or have kids, so I thought it was going to work out. And it was sexual at first, as most of these are, because you have good sexual chemistry. You think, why wouldn't everything else work? Right. Right. So they cover, they go through that and um, how she's kind of just going through a yo-yo relationship and she has to beg this guy to stop talking to her, stop calling her, please let me have space so I can move on. And of course, what does a spider do when you're in its web? (coughs) Kill you, gotcha. Ew, I don't like that. Sorry. (gasps) What's crawling on your leg? Shut up! No. So, yeah, she basically was asking in... Uh, writing and asking for advice because he was doing all the right things obviously and mm-hmm. saying all the right mm-hmm. things but then also called her a responsibility which is not nice and when she asked for some space and then returned again um and asked you know exactly what he feels for her his response was affection and affliction which is two mm-hmm. opposing words. don't want that. Yeah. But, she, but he still kept, Coming even after down. she moved, like she moved a few hours away, he still would reach out, reach out to her, let her, let her know he was thinking of her. Give him just enough yeah. to keep him in. Yes. And so 
she just wanted to be done so she could move on and also just wanted to understand and have some closure. And so Miss Davis here responded and she says, the picture you paint is easy to understand in three words, ambivalence, control, yo-yo. And then she talks about each of those. Yes. So the first thing she mentions is ambivalence. So if you're in a relationship like this, an on again, off again thing, know that there is something holding that person back. There's a reason they don't want to commit and it probably won't ever change because like we said, there may be exceptions to every rule, but if this person's been doing this for months, years, however long, they're probably not going to stop doing what they're doing, even if you call them on it. Or even if you're like, please, like, give me something. I I want this to work out. They're not going to do that. Yeah, she and she even says what matters is that this is how they're wired. Like, mm-hmm. most likely permanently and forever. Like, that. this is them. They aren't going to change. Right. It's like, it's not you. It's not because you're not good enough. Right. It's not because you're not what they want. Because... Honestly, they probably do want you and they probably do think your relationship could work. But for some reason, they can't commit to you. And yeah. there's things they need to work on, on for themselves before they can work on a relationship. Mm-hmm. So the second one was on control. And she just points out the obvious here that he's remaining in control and he's mm-hmm. making all the decisions. Like when they connect and how often and when and where. And yeah. when she wants more, he doesn't want the quote-unquote responsibility and then when she tries to get out of it yeah he comes in with these texts and it says he intrudes with worries jealousy and hurt and i think that probably would make her feel bad in a way too and that probably brings her back in again Mm -hmm. and and if if you're in a relationship like this and you aren't allowed to call any of the shots recognize that the person probably enjoys being in control right knowing when they can or cannot have you and it's it's a power thing it is and them being jealous is a control tactic Uh um them being petty is a control tactic they're just because if they were like actually jealous they would just have you right they would just be in a relationship with you so that you can't see other people right but that's not really what they want. They want to be in control of you and make you think that they want you more than somebody else could. Right. Or they want to keep you out of a relationship for their own selfish mm-hmm. reasons. Mm-hmm. And then on yo-yo relationships, she covers. So she asks, why do you stay? And then explains that it's because intermittent reinforcement is a powerful hook, which... In the Busso article, they mentioned that. that it's like it's like gambling. Yeah. How will they treat me this time? Will they give me the things that I want or will it hurt? You know, it's kind of the drama, the excitement, the heat, the passion. Mm -hmm. The reward. mm -hmm. It's all those things and the feel good of it's almost like having a brand new relationship over and over and over again. Right. And it feels nice. Even if you know each other, it's like renewing it every single time. And I think people get addicted to that. Right. And then she, so then she goes through how you can get the closure that you seek for this lady. And, um. She has five keys here, which... We love some steps. We love the steps. We love some good steps. So her first step is to remember actions always speak louder than words. I love that. I love that so much. I am so big on that. Like it's fucking true. Yeah, I feel that. She says talk is cheap. It's true. Mm-hmm. Uh, it's not what he says, like when he says, I miss you, but what he does, like pushes you away. So 
pay attention to that too. Like that's not really something I thought of yeah. before, but pay attention to what they're doing, doing right here and now. Like maybe you're asking someone to do uh-huh. something that they say they're going to do, but also pay attention to what they're doing right now. Yeah, it's like it's so easy to send a sweet text mm-hmm. or to say something and not mean it. All these things are easy. Words are easy. Yes. I can literally apologize while gritting my teeth and somebody might accept an apology. Right. But what I'm doing or how I'm acting or what I'm showing you is so much stronger than what I'm saying. Yeah. I wish I would have known that when I was 17. Yeah. Because like all literally of his actions. all of his actions. It was literally like. Oh, I'd rather play video games and hang out with you. Oh, I'd rather, uh, you know, hang out with my friends and then hang out with you after they're gone. Yeah. Just very obvious things that you let yourself get blinded by because either sexually you're compatible or because you think this is the love you deserve or whatever. I right. mean, whatever your reasoning is, there's you don't do this for nothing. Right. So that's, to me, that's a huge one. Actions speak yes. louder than words. Remember they really that. do. Uh, her second was understand that you've been knocked off center. Um, in addition to his words, not matching his actions, his words aren't even consistent. So that's like, she talks about the affection with the affliction and everything's just on again, off again, mm-hmm. caring, then rejecting and nothing's lining up. Nothing makes sense. It's typical yo-yo. Like Yeah. Just recognize what's going on yeah and know that they're playing you yeah you get in play girlfriend mm. boyfriend <laughs> whoever you are three ask yourself is this how i want to live i can't live like this anymore <laughs> i can't do it it's driving me mad think about that every time you look in the mirror you know right if you're saying you yourself want- to that you're saying that to yourself yeah like do you want to get out like get out now Oh my gosh. Some people really enjoy the drama. Maybe you can do it forever, but you know. Oh man, that sounds exhausting. I'm tired talking about it. Me too. (laughs) Need ice cream. And it says this, honor your impulse to run like the wind. Yes, follow your instincts, man. If something's wrong, you know. If you feel that urge to run, Mm -hmm. you better run. Mm -hmm. And don't look back because that's when you trip and you fall and then they get you. You fall right back into their damn web because you decided to look back. Don't do it. (sighs) <sighs> number four recognize <laughs> that you can take charge of this situation yes that's a big one i feel mm-hmm. like i feel like if you were in such a controlling relationship you mm-hmm. probably would feel like you have no control but that's not yes, true it's not you can still say no mm-hmm. you can say no more you can block them you can you know make it a permanent breakup like we're done and i'm not contacting you you're not contacting me and like we said earlier block mm-hmm. them on social media block their number mm-hmm. um that sounds like Whenever um, I was reading the letter from this person, it sounds like that's what she could have done to kind of get out of it. But I think that whenever you don't block somebody, you think in your mind, I can ignore their texts. Yeah, yeah, it's they'll say something that will draw you back in. Yes, they will. Emotionally, because you have some connection, some attachment to that person that you can't break or haven't been able to break. And even if you think you can handle it you probably can't yeah most people can't it's like a natural thing to not be able to resist the person that you are drawn to right that's like how it's supposed to go um but just normally people aren't toying with their emotions right 
And I like this last sentence that she has for this one is shift your hopes from, I want this relationship to work to, I want a real relationship that really works. Mm -hmm. So, and that's, I mean, it's out there. It's possible. You can have a real relationship that really works. Yeah. And stop wasting your time on this yo-yo relationship. Yeah. And then her fifth and last one was remember your worth. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I feel like we've covered that a lot in this episode, but Mm -hmm. it's like, it's true. You are worth more than somebody controlling your emotions, somebody toying around with you. You know what I mean? Like you need to reflect on yourself and ask yourself if this is how you'd want to live your life. Yep. Have you ever been in a relationship like this? Yeah, my high school relationship. Did it feel good? No. <laughs> Kingy is on. We broke up and made up three or four times before the final time. Uh, yeah. What do you think it was that kept you in the relationship? I think a lot of it was like that it was my first love. Mm-hmm. Um, lost my V card to him. You know, like I, and I had invested a lot of time mm-hmm. already, you know, like we were dated for four years, obviously, like I think it was after two years we broke up and then the last two years we were just on and off again for man especially if the first breakup is after two years yeah. i could totally see like, that so happening we've invested a lot of time we're at high school like yeah also, you know, and we, i don't know i just like had so much hope in the mm-hmm. future with him like wanted to make it work yeah you know and um yeah we would break up and then there were times i broke up with him times he broke up with me yeah and then he'd come back and you know, I feel like say the right things yeah. or whatever. Mm-hmm. And, they and always say the right things. They always make promises. Yeah. I just, I, <laughs> biggest thing I realized and learned from that relationship is that you can't change a person. Yeah. 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 If they haven't made up their mind after the third or fourth time you've broken up, they probably won't make up their mind yeah. the next three or four times you break up. Well, and I just wanted to like <laughs> fix him and make him better for me. Like I just, oh, you yeah, know, yeah, yeah. like, and that was just never going to happen. Mm-hmm. Like, he was not ready to do any of that. Yeah. So, yeah, you can't. That's what I learned. Is that yeah, you, you can't rush somebody, huh? Yeah. Like, if, if that person isn't at the same place as you or at least a similar place as you, you can't rush them to get where they need to be yeah. to be right for you. And I put up with a lot of crap in that <laughs> relationship. Be like, just with the hope that it would work out in the end. But, I mean, it was the best thing that could have happened in right. breaking up with me because I was, like, so fed up at that point. Also, I knew at that point, like, I'm not getting what I deserve from this. And I think I just almost felt bad to break up with him at that point Mm -hmm. um, because we'd been together so long. Mm -hmm. But, yeah. Nobody likes to waste their time. Yeah. And I, yeah, I don't want to say I wasted time, but it definitely was not healthy. It wasn't going to work. So Yeah. Um, Me and my ex, I think we the similarities in our relationship is that stupid V card. I know. hate it but when you have your first or your 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 love v card maybe later in life you fall in love with somebody the first time whatever kind of v card you're losing to this person whatever whatever uh, the card is exactly whatever you're putting in is what you want to get out and when you're not getting that out you keep you keep gambling and hoping that it will happen yeah yeah you're trying you keep trying to win but Mm -hmm. you just keep losing stop shoving that puzzle piece where it doesn't go damn puzzle piece gosh darn it yeah 100 percent. that puzzle piece is does made not go for a specific there. spot with a specific other you know what even like me i'm like a middle puzzle piece you don't know where it goes i've got four other pieces that can fit 
Oh, stop. All right. So stop yeah. trying to shove me into a piece. It doesn't work because I've got other options out there. Yeah, it's out there. I'm a corner piece. There is only one. No, I guess you it still could have be two. Two other pieces. Three. No. Two. Corner pieces okay, only have two. two places. Yeah, yeah. She's a little bit more simple than I am. Mm-hmm. I'm not that complicated. Just love me. Don't leave me. <laughs> <laughs> not even once. Not even once. <laughs> but yeah, uh, I think that's a lot of good definitions of what a yo-yo or a roller coaster relationship looks like. A lot of good tips on how to get out of one Mm -hmm. um so if you are in a situation like that right now just decide that you're worth more yes be done please please do that we want better for you listen to the girls of two girls talking about commitment we want more for you we do you deserve more dm us if you'd like uh send us an email at tgtacpodcast at gmail.com and follow us uh dm us at two girls talking about commitment on instagram Yes, and follow our personal account if you'd like. Uh, mine's at Kelsey Bree, K-E-L-S-I-B-R-E. And I'm at Shanila, S-E-A-N-E-I-L-A. And I just want to say, we can see how many people are listening. If you're listening, <laughs> you should be following. So go follow. Oh my gosh, okay, she's, gonna, she's threatening you guys. You. We love you. <laughs> thank you for listening. <laughs> All right. We're going to play another game of Would You Rather. This is another one borrowed from BuzzFeed. It's the toughest game of Would You Rather you will ever play. Oh, God, I'm scared. <laughs> I liked it because the first couple were kind of gross. Oh, my gosh. I'm, I'm, okay. All right. Play along if you'd like. Um, see how your friends or see how you match with the masses. All right. Would you rather be forced to wear wet socks for the rest of your life? Oh, gross. Or be allowed to wash your hair only once a year? (gasps) (laughs) That's Um, so gross. You need your hair wet? I don't know. It says wash your hair. So, like, maybe maybe you could run some water on it, but don't you put fucking soap in there? (laughs) Oh, man. Wet socks my whole life? Ew. I, uh, I I pick that one because I'd probably just avoid wearing socks. You have to wear them. But why do you have to? Well, I don't know. Now you're wearing sandals with socks. <laughs> socks and sandals. That's would, fucking terrible too. Yeah. <laughs> I would choose the wet socks because yeah. I can't not. I, a year. I can't. See, we're with the masses. 61% okay. of people. The people agree. The people agree. All right. Would you rather have a finger... <laughs> I'm scared. Have a finger as a tongue or have tongues as fingers. I don't know why that one's grossing me out, but it feels weird. Like, imagine if your tongue was just a finger. Like, what? Ah. Yeah, I'd rather have that, though. I don't want tongues on yeah, my I don't, hand. Yeah, tasting everything I touch. Oh, God. No. <laughs> Let's see. Finger as a tongue. Yeah, we win. <laughs> All right, would you rather wear someone else's dirty underwear or use someone else's toothbrush? Um, I don't A stranger. It says a stranger? I don't know. It doesn't say someone you know. If it was someone I know, like... I'm not going to put someone else's dirty underwear on. Yeah. I'm not. (laughs) I won't do it. I will go commando. (laughs) I won't do it. Uh, I mean, my boyfriend accidentally uses my toothbrush. That's different. You swap spit. Oh, 
Okay, people say that, but it's still weird. Don't share toothbrushes. I mean, it is still weird. So I'd probably still pick the toothbrush, though. Yeah. I, I bet. Oh. Yeah, we won. Oh, I honestly <laughs> thought I was going to go with the underwear, and I was like, y'all nasty. Yuck. No way. <laughs> Would you rather shit bricks or puke <laughs> slugs? I know it's gonna hurt, but I think I'd rather shit bricks. Oh no, I'd rather puke slugs. That's gross, dude. They would crawl out of your mouth. No, you're gonna puke them out. They're they're gonna just they, no, come they out bleh, slime out. Okay, I'm gonna pick yours and see what happens. Fine. I win. You do collection bricks. <laughs> that sounds like a trip to the ER. I, oh my god, my butthole just tear. <laughs> I'd be like, oh god, I have to, I have to poop again. Yeah, I'm so no. scared again. Never. Then you're constipated yeah, with bricks. Yeah, that's true. Because you probably don't vomit as much as you poop. Probably not. Yeah. So okay, oh, I, I changed my answer. I'm All on, right. I'm on puke slugs. Would you rather run your tongue down a New York City sidewalk, <laughs> or press your tongue into a stranger's nostril? Okay. Okay. Honestly, okay. This is so gross. I'm going to put my tongue in a stranger's nostril. As long as they're not sick, I think I'm going to pick the same one because you don't know what the fuck's on a side. I heard that New York's very dirty. I'm kind of shocked at the split. It's 38-62. Those people don't know what New York looks like then. I mean, I've never been there, but I've heard it's the dirtiest place. I mean, everybody walks. There's not only snot on that sidewalk. There is every other body fluid. She's itching. She's stressed. She's Something's happening. Would you rather fight off a dog-sized cockroach? <laughs> I know her answer. <laughs> I hate both of these a lot. Or a horse-sized rat. I'm my anxiety is through the roof imagining either one of these fucking things. I think I would take the dog-sized cockroach. I mean a horse-sized rat. That's huge. I mean like how fast can I run? <laughs> <laughs> you have to fight it off. But why? How fast can I run? God dang, man. A horse-sized rat? Yeah. You're scary. I don't even know. You can't even fight a horse. How are you going to fight a horse-sized rat? I mean, God, I can shoot it. I physically am having a reaction to this. Oh, God. This horse-sized rat and be done. <gasps> People chose the cockroach. People would rather fight the dog-sized cockroach. She hates cockroaches. <laughs> she cannot stand them. Out of a, a million people... I hate all of you. <laughs> she seriously is having a hard time I right now. I hate that one a lot. It's okay. This next one's for you, actually. Would oh, you rather immerse yourself in a bathtub of tobacco spit or a bathtub of spiders? A tobacco spit over and over and over and over and over again. <laughs> Everyone else felt the same because that one's also scary and slightly offensive. Yeah. Oh my god. Okay. This will be the last one. Okay. <laughs> Would you rather give up your five favorite foods or give up sex forever? Five favorite foods. 
The only reason I'm torn is because I'm kind of a fatty, so it's like... Whatever. I gotta give up burgers, pizza, spaghetti, mac and cheese, or have sex. I mean, come on. Okay, I'm gonna pick the five favorite foods because I'm a Scorpio. You're gonna give up the five favorite foods. <laughs> yeah, we already knew that. Yeah, a million people felt the same. But, so, but honestly, I don't trust those people because that's the same fucking million that would fight off a dog sized cockroach rather than a rat size oh horse horse sized rat horse sized rat um, you know how listen, big a horse is yeah they're fucking enormous man listen i'm just i'm just hoping i have a weapon on me and shooting until it doesn't oh. make noise anymore true i think the cockroach might be harder to kill yeah because those things can live through explosions yeah I don't know how you're going to kill it. Oh, God. I hate it. I hate it so much. I hate it so much. Have you ever tried to squash a cockroach? No, I have not had to. You've never in your life had to squash a cockroach? I'm from the Northwest. We don't have them up there. <gasps> what bug do you have? We don't have a lot of bugs. Oh, my God. I'm moving. We don't have a lot of snakes. We have we do have black widows and brown recluse, but we don't have tarantulas or scorpios. We don't have those either. We have tarantulas. All right, what? There's tarantulas here. Where? I've seen one. <laughs> I hate Texas so much right now. Just kidding, Texas. I love you. Please don't send bugs or anything my way. <laughs> send us a would you rather. Send us your would you rathers. Yes. Our, your love them or leave them's. Yes. Um, I think that's the only thing. Oh, never have I ever. Oh, send we them to TGTAC podcast at gmail.com or DM us uh, at two girls talking about commitment on Instagram. And while you're there, follow us on our personal Instagrams. I am at Shanila, S-E-A-N-E-I-L-A. And I am at Kelsey Bree, K-E-L-S-I-B-R-E. Until next time, party people, we'll see you again. Bye. Bye.